Hey, it's your host, Mark Santiago, and I'm excited to introduce you to the next level of this podcast, Empowered AF 2.0. 2.0. In this next stage of Empowered AF, we're going to dive deeper into what it means to be an empowered man in his most advanced form. I'm talking healthy communication, healthy lifestyle, both physically and emotionally, and evolving into the man you've always wanted to be. So stick around and join me in this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. Welcome, welcome, welcome. I love it. It's good to be back. So, yeah. Yeah. I love it. Got some guys with some cameras on. For the guys that just hopped in, it would feel good for me if you could turn the cameras on. It gives us a greater opportunity to connect with you and also put a name to the face. So clearly, we've got some guys that are dealing with some type of dysfunction. Now, when I say dysfunction, I mean, when our wife cheats, we cheats, we say we don't love her, says she doesn't love us, she's moved out, has asked for a divorce, or she's just uninterested. If that relates to you at all, put the number one in the chat, just so I can get a collective check-in of like where our guys are actually at. So shout out to Eric Castle. He has dedicated himself to working with me in a one-to-one aspect for the next six months. And man, we're about to give him the Kool-Aid so you can drink from the Kool-Aid. I love it. But guys, let's talk about the cycle of dysfunction. You know, I, I got to say something there. Just to clarify, it. Eric has been in Thrive for more than three months. That's the only reason that's available. So no one can just come in and go, oh, I want to work one-on-one with you guys. That is not what we do. So yeah. to clarify that. That's where that's from. So anybody listening on the podcast, anybody listening here, I just want to clarify that we don't offer that as part of our normal uh, function. This is a advanced client type relationship. So yeah, you're yeah. good for that. Yeah. Thanks for clarifying that. Yeah. That opportunity is only open after guys go through Thrive and they've decided to commit to that next phase of the journey. So thanks for clarifying that. But guys, realistically, what were the stories you were telling yourself before this dysfunction happened, like what was actually going on? Was it, I'm a good man. I'm a good provider. I'm a good dad. Or was it, I'm a bad man. I'm a bad provider or I'm a bad dad. If you feel like you were mainly good, put the word good in the chat. If you, if you feel like you were partially bad, put the word bad in the chat. I want to get a check-in of where guys are at. And guys, be brutally honest. I have no judgments. I'm the last person that was going to judge you. Apparently, everyone was good. Damn, I think that's the first time in history we've had every guy say that they were good. I mean, I think that's the common thing, right? Is like, yeah. we all kind of just feel like we're good guys. We're good dads, good husbands. And so that's why it's so confusing when shit hits the fan and you're like, wait, what? What do you mean I didn't do X, Y, Z, A, B, C, D? What yeah. do you mean I didn't meet this need or I didn't do this thing? That's why it's so confusing, right? Is because we just assume we're like, oh, we're good people and 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 we we meet her need. We don't cheat, we don't hit her, we, you know, we don't do these things. And so therefore it should be all good. Yeah. But it's not. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. You know, so many guys fall into the the dogma of like, oh, I'm providing for my family. I'm doing X, Y, Z. And they're showing up everywhere else except for the marriage. Yeah. Now you come home and I got no judgments. Now you come home, you crack a cold one, pour some bourbon, kick your feet up, maybe play some Madden, call of duty. And you're not showing up in the one place that matters, which is for your family. 
put the number two in the chat if you relate to that. If you're recognizing like, fuck, I just stopped showing up somewhere along the way. I lost sight of what truly mattered. And I just stopped showing up. Put the number two in the chat if that is you. I appreciate the honesty from Tori. Thanks, David. Thanks, Jeff. Yeah. See, now we're now now it's clicking. We're getting it. So, guys, realistically, what were the stories that you were telling yourself? Was it mostly that, you know, I was a good guy, I was providing, I was doing all the things? Or was it that, you know, sometimes I made some bad decisions? Maybe I made a choice that I now regret. If you felt like they were mostly good, put the word good in the chat. If you feel like some of them were bad, put the word bad in the chat. And for the guys that are just joining, it would feel good for me if you could turn the cameras on. Yeah. So we've got some guys that are good, some guys that are bad, I believe. But how am I supposed to show up? I love that Thiago is asking like the polarizing question. But how am I supposed to show up? Those are the right questions to ask. Because if you're here, realistically, guys, we're going to share a little bit about the cycle of disempowerment and how we can get out of that cycle. Because if you've heard the word, I want a divorce, I don't love you anymore, I don't want anything to do with you, or if she's just uninterested and you feel like you are in limbo, if you feel like you're in limbo, put the word limbo in the chat. Man. Limbo is a dicey place to be in. If you feel like you're in an in-between, you're not quite sure, are we separating? Are we working on things? Is she out doing what she wants while I'm doing what I want? Man, I always think it's so interesting, Mark, when, when guys tell me like, you know, I'm in limbo. I'm in between. I'm just existing. It's like, what are you waiting for? What are you doing to get yourself out of limbo? Because realistically, guys, if everything you've done up until now has led you here, which isn't where you want to be, that's the indicator. It's time to do something different. Truthfully. Do you have something you wanted to add there, Mark? Yeah. I mean, limbo to me is a lack of identity. Yeah. It's, it's all it is. It, because when you don't understand who you are, you don't know what you want. Mm -hmm. And probably 90% of the people we talk to on a regular basis will come on a call with us and be like, help me stop the bleeding. Mm -hmm. but I don't know what I want. It's mm -hmm. like, what? Yeah. What do you, what do you mean? Uh, yeah. Like, yeah, sure. I mean, we can stop the bleeding, but where do you go from there? Mm -hmm. Like, if you have no goals, if you have no uh, ambition for yourself, mm -hmm. then what does that say to your wife? What does that say to your kids? Yeah. When you don't have ambition for your own growth. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. It's because how are they supposed to follow someone that isn't leading? Mm -hmm. And the only way you can lead is by understanding who the fuck you are. Yeah. And if you don't know who the fuck you are, you're just faking it till you make it. I fucking this is what most that. men do is they fake it until they make it, hoping that I don't get exposed for who I've been and who I am. And as long as I'm not exposed, I'm OK. And then suddenly shit hits the fan and you've been exposed yep. as a faker. And yeah. she calls you out on your shit and you're like, ah, and we freak out and we don't know what to do with it. I remember having that conversation with my ex-wife calling me out on my stuff. And it was like deer in headlights. Anybody ever experienced the deer in headlights? You're just like, you freeze. It's literally trauma entering your body. And you've now had a traumatic response. So meaning yep. your body doesn't know what to do with that. 
you yeah. shut down, you hide. It's the it's the fight, flight, or freeze. Yeah. Every one of us has a different way of coping with those things. Sometimes you're the type of guy you're like, I'm going to fight you on this. And other times you're the type of guy I'm going to hide from you on this. And other times you're the type of guy that just stands there and yeah. just takes it. And it's that traumatic response that's part of your lack of leadership because you haven't dealt with the trauma. You haven't dealt with the stuff that's in you. Because remember, your body keeps score. That trauma is literally in your body. It doesn't just go away. It doesn't just leave. It's there until you actually deal with it. Yeah. Yeah. They crave leadership. And if you don't know, well, I don't know. It's in her. I was talking to someone yesterday. I don't know. It's in her court. And I'm like, is it in her court? Or is that just you being passive again? Yeah. Because that's what we do. We go, well, well, I'll just, it's in her course. Bro, why would she follow you? Why would she want to come back to you if you just keep putting it in her court? Instead of saying, no, I am a husband in a wifeless marriage. I am going to better myself. I'm going to get my kingdom back. I'm going to find my identity again. I'm going to come fully alive. I'm going to be empowered in every aspect and thrive in every dimension of life. And when I've done that, I then make myself somebody who she might want to come back to yeah because all of you playing the victim card this is why it's because you feel inadequate you don't know how to deal with these feelings these pains look we all feel inadequacy there is not a day that goes by i don't feel inadequate whether it's in my marriage it's in my business it's with my kids there are all these things i told you before i am the imperfect guru but the thing is is i have the tools i have the understanding to how to deal with it instead of just (laughs) going to shit. It's like, no, this is what's happening. This is how I'm dealing with it. I'm being upfront, acknowledging this is what's happening. And now I need to move forward. But that only comes from having the identity and the wherewithal inside of ourselves to go, you know what? I am going to be empowered. I'm choosing empowerment right now. And I'm going to walk forward. And my hope is that if she sees that, great. But ultimately, her leaving is not the problem. It's just the symptom of the greater problem. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely, man. And man, I got to say, I fucking hate the phrase fake until you make it. I hate that shit so much. And I also, I, I, I despise the, well, the ball's in her court. Go get the fucking ball then. <laughs> Go get the ball. I never understand when a guy's like, yeah, I'm just waiting for her to make her decision. I'm just giving her space. It's like, did she ask for it? Then what are you doing? And to clarify, that doesn't mean you go after her and start pursuing her and start making her try to work on the marriage. What it means is that you take ownership over your shit and you start working on your stuff as if you were still married. That doesn't mean you go to her and be like, hey, I want to have sex with you. It doesn't mean that you go to her and dump all your your shit and try to be honest and vulnerable. Now, at this point, more than likely, if your wife has moved out, if she's cheating on you, if all those things have happened, it's neutral woman time. It's vacuum time, which means that, okay, I've got to look at myself as a husband in a wifeless marriage. Your wife is no longer married to you. She's choosing to lean out. She's choosing not to be a part of the situation. So me just staying here and going, you know what? My focus is on what's in front of me. And so I focus clearly on that. I mean, think about this, guys. If you focus on the goals in front of you for what you want to do and what you want to achieve in life, she's going to see that 90% of the time. This is all, guys will be like, oh, I don't know if she's going to see my changes and all that. Fuck. Seeing her, your changes. The fact is, is you're going to be empowered because you start operating from a place of strength and power, no longer from a place of a little boy who's crying all the time because he doesn't have his mommy anymore, because that's not fucking attractive. 
What's attractive is a man who you probably were at one point, who was full of vigor, full of life, was enjoying life, was happy all the time. She saw that and said, I want to be with that guy. That's why she married you. And until you become that guy and then some, why would she come back? You've given her no reason to. Oh, please come back. Can I just please fuck you one time? Can we just please? And we beg and we plead and we do all this shit. Here's some roses. Please come back. And you end up like a cuckold because you don't fucking have balls because you're so afraid to detach from the outcome of saving the marriage. Again, her leaving you is not the problem. That is a minor thing. And I'm probably, hopefully I can do a teaching on this next week about problem and symptoms, because that's the symptom of the greater problem. Mm -hmm. And I'll get into that in another teaching. I don't want to do that in this one, but it's not the real problem. The problem is not that your wife left you. You are the problem. Yeah. But you're also the solution. 100%. We'll talk about that. You know, you said it yourself, like we need to put the focus on us. And I think a lot of men think if I put the focus on me, it's going to give her space to get more distance, which is the biggest fucking lie you have ever told yourself. The more conviction and fortitude you have towards working on yourself, it makes you appealing. It gives you a man that has vision and direction. If you're just existing, who wants to be with a man that's just existing? That's boring as fuck. It truly is. And I'm getting a lot of head nods here. I recognize Tori. I believe we used to have Tori and Revive, if I'm not mistaken. Love it, man. We've also got Hank Elliott on here. I'm looking at some of the things in the chat right now. How do you approach her to know what you were trying to do? You just show up. You show up as the you that is doing the work. And also, if she's not in a place to receive that, like Mark said, neutral woman. Like they're everything that we do inside Thrive. If your wife is doing this, then do this. Eric can tell you. We told him, hey, your wife is doing this. This is what you need to do. If she's doing this, this is what you need to do. We've created this as a process to help you get out of the bullshit place that you are in and get to where you want to be. Because believe it or not, no one is coming to save you. Guys, no one's coming to save you. Truthfully. Truthfully. But but I get it. You know, we fall into this cycle of disempowerment. We just want to do anything to get her back. We send like a dozen fucking roses. We write the greatest Victorian fucking novel. And all it's doing is pushing her away and making you look like a needy little boy. I think the saddest thing, honestly, to me is when a guy basically takes the tactics of communication, boundaries, whatever, neutral woman even, and he does those things for the purpose of getting her back into the marriage and never actually changing and never transforming. That is the fucking saddest thing I've ever seen. Because what happens is he's like, I I text these guys sometimes and I'll see like, oh man, my marriage is saved. Everything's great. We're sleeping together again. We're talking about the future. And I'm like, awesome. What work did you do? Well, I just, I just followed what you said. And, and I just did the communication thing. I I listened to your, your boundaries podcast and, and it was just, it's just great, man. And I'm like, got it. So what did you change about you? Well, I, I didn't really have to. I just had to do those things because those are the things that she wanted me to do. Got it. So what you're saying is you didn't actually transform into an empowered man. So therefore you put yourself further into a disempowered state where you manipulated her to come back to the marriage. And thus you have to continue to manipulate her to stay in the marriage because you don't actually know how to set boundaries. 
boundaries because you don't actually value yourself. So you continue to do these things. Why? Because you're really about her and, and the fact that she makes you happy that no one else can. There's no other girl more beautiful than her in the world. It's all bullshit. I've been there. Fucking understand it. I understand the pain that you guys experience. I lived it. I breathed it for years. Yeah. And now I believe, now I see it through hundreds, thousands of clients. And it's the same story that we tell ourselves. And what happens is that guy, six months from now, two years from now, hey man, how's it going? Well, oh, man. back in the same position. She yeah. left me again. And uh I don't know what to do, man. I don't I don't know what to do. Well, did you work on yourself? No, nah, man. I just I just tried to do everything I could to save it, man, for my family. And I'm like, bro, you could have worked on yourself to a point where she wanted to stay with you. Like, what would it have been like for you to become that empowered man? So that she saw the changes and was like, you know what? This guy, he, he's living on a different level. I want to be a part of that. But what happens is some of you are in dysfunctional, toxic relationships with dysfunctional and toxic women that you are addicted to that you don't actually love. Yeah. And because of that toxicity, you keep hanging on to the drug because you're addicted to her. I was one of them. Hello. And so what I thought was love was actually an addiction because she made me feel a certain way about myself that other women hadn't. In fact, boring women were weird to me. My current wife, when I met her, I was like, this is weird. This is boring. You're not fighting with me. You're not emasculating me. You're not manipulating me. You're actually healthy. You actually don't want to cheat on me. You actually want to live a healthy life. Like, what the fuck? I deserve this? Yeah. Guys, it's life-changing when you start to value yourself. When you start to value yourself over what you think is the best. Because I'm telling you, some of you are selling yourself short for bullshit that's not real. I don't know all of your situations. This isn't a this isn't a blanket statement for everybody to adhere. But if if the shoe fits, fucking kick it off, right? If the shoe fits, kick it off. Like that doesn't have to be your story. Yeah, it doesn't have to be your story to be that kind of man. You can be the kind of man that says, you know what? I'm strong. This is painful. I don't like this experience, but I'm going to lean into the pain of it because I know that when I lean into the pain of it, I can actually get healed. Some of you have done hard jobs. You work with your hands, manual labor type shit. And when you first started doing that job, it was probably fucking hard. It was probably not an easy thing to do. And, but over time, you got you built that strength in your hands. You started building that strength in your body, and it became an easy thing to do. That's what yeah. we're talking about here. You learn a new language, communication. You learn how to set boundaries. You learn how to heal. You learn how to look inside, inside of yourself and recognize what is actually happening. And when you've done that kind of work and she still doesn't come back, bro, it was over in the first place. Yeah. It was already over. You just haven't fucking accepted it. But if you do that kind of work and she comes back, oh shit, now you've got something new. Because now you're doing the George Jefferson strut. Some of you are old enough to remember that. <laughs> A couple of you, you know, Wheezy. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You know, that George Jefferson strut where you're like, yeah, it's my house now, baby. This is my home. Because that's the way it should be. Not that you domineer and lord over her, but that you're the leader that she can follow because you haven't been that guy. And it's costing you fucking everything. It's not just costing your marriage. It's not just costing you your kids and your work. It's costing you everything. It's costing your identity. What is more valuable than your identity? What is more valuable than your personal empowerment? Nothing. It's like, how do you even put a, 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 a price tag on that? 
For me to get my power back, to walk away from the marriage I had and to walk into a whole new life and to walk into a new marriage was game changing for me. Yeah. And I, I can't tell you how happy I am in my life. Yeah. Do I have stresses? Of course. Do my current wife and I have struggles from now? And of course, no one's perfect, but man, my life is a 180 completely different. Joey's known me before and after it's yeah. a completely different scenario where I was yeah. going through that pain. I was going through all that shit. And now I don't, I don't envy anyone. I don't envy what my old life was. I love my life because yeah. I chose to empower myself. I chose to do this for my kids. I chose to do it for me, ultimately me. And I'm not, again, I'm not talking about divorcing anyone. I'm talking about your empowerment. I don't yeah. care if you file for divorce tomorrow or you hold on to this thing for another five years. What matters is, are you doing the empowered thing or are you doing the disempowered little bitch thing? Yeah. That's what matters. Yeah. Yeah, I completely agree. And just to add on to that, you know, we've got a lot of questions in the chat and I know we've got seven minutes left, but I just want to be effective. You know, one that sticks out is how do you disconnect and stop being needy when she filed for divorce? Acceptance. Acceptance. You need to accept what is currently happening in front of you, because right now the story you're telling yourself is that this is not happening and this is not real. It's fucking real. It's time to accept it and it's time to do something different than what you're doing because just sitting in misery, I know misery loves company, but we are not here to accompany you in your misery, but we are here to call you forward because right now what is happening, you need a grid and a plan to get out of where you're at right now. Now, I don't know her, I don't care about her, but I care about you because I am here to help men get through this shit. And right now, if that's where you're at, brother, truthfully, if you haven't yet, Jeff T, this is for you. I strongly recommend getting on with one of our concierge, truthfully. Like, I don't even know if you're a fit, but what I do know is that they will give you a plan on how to get out of where you're at and get closer to where you want to be. That is what I recommend doing for you. I don't even know if you're a fit to thrive, but what I do know is they will give you a game plan on how to get out of the shit that you're feeling right now, man. Truly, man, my heart goes out to you in that. And then the next one, when do you approach that conversation with her? Let's see. It's Buster. Yeah, Buster. When do you approach that conversation with her? I mean, it's kind of situational. You know, you have to see if she's even in a place to receive that conversation. Let's see, next one. I feel like I've been working on me therapy, aka gym kickboxing. I'm currently looking for a new job, but the disrespect is still there. And I feel provoked all the time. You need to detach. You need to detach, man. You're giving her too much power when you allow her to provoke you. Truly. I mean, I've been there before. Mark can, Mark can tell you a little bit of my story. Like I used to get provoked all the time. And sometimes we need to swallow our pride and understand that right now we need to do what's best for us. And right now, I believe detaching may be the best thing for you. Yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, the whole the whole uh, gym, AA therapy, like like you're doing a lot of things, and that's great. But ultimately, number one, it takes time, yeah, for that stuff to sink in. Transformation yeah. is not an overnight process. It's not like you just drink something and the next day you're good. It is yeah. a process. Also, you got to remember that a lot of those things are not very specific to you and what yeah. you're actually going through. 
Uh, therapy is generally very generic in a sense, even though it's individualized therapy, it's all going back to your childhood, dealing with that stuff. AA is very, again, focused on an addiction, gym, kickboxing, it's all physical, you know, job, the financial stuff. <clears throat> Those are all good things, but they're not actually meeting you where you're at with this specific situation. And it's because of that, you're trying to solve uh, basically situational pain where you really need to deal with the internal pain. Uh, yeah. The situational pain is just what you are experiencing, what you're going through with your wife um, and the disrespect and all this other shit. But until you actually deal with the internal pain, that's why you're ca getting caused the triggers. And that doesn't mean you have to go to childhood to figure that out. Like you can literally just understand it for what it is, getting clarity on those things. And those are things we teach and thrive all the time about the boundaries, how to set the narrative, et cetera. Uh, and, and the more you practice it, the easier it is. So like we help guys solve this specific issue in like a couple of weeks in our program without them having to go three years of therapy. It's like, oh, I've done this now, so I don't get triggered anymore. And therefore this is fixed, if you will. Obviously therapy has its place. And sometimes people need to do that and go deep. That's fine. But the provoked thing, that's just lack of skill. Like you just don't have the tools to actually do it. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, and that provokeness. <laughs> It's just going to get worse and worse over time yeah. until finally you pick up that proverbial javelin and you say that thing that you've always thought in your mind, but you finally actually said it. Yeah, get lots of head nods for that. You guys know what I'm talking about. Guys, we've all fucking been there. We've all lost our shit. We've all shown up in a way that we don't and or that we're not proud of, but it's up to you to shift the narrative on how you're actually showing up. Because we can't save you, we can't save your marriage, but we can give you a grid to get you out of how you are feeling. And I'm seeing David, I agree, and what I'm about to do is disrupt her entire process of deflecting and running away and avoiding the issues. I'll be manning up. I think it's, it's, it's easy to say man up, but I think right now, the first thing I would recommend doing is clarifying what are the boundaries that you need to keep your heart safe? What are the boundaries that you need? And I know, I believe it was Ivar that mentioned we're having sex from time to time. Guys, oh my goodness. If I had a dollar every time I had to say this, just because you are having sex with your wife does not mean that you are connecting intimately. Is that clear? Just because you're having sex doesn't mean she's coming back to the marriage. Yeah. That can be so surface level. And I get it. Man, you feel like you're penetrating your wife. It's just happening physically. It's not happening emotionally. I can almost guarantee you of that much. Yeah, I like to say you're you're basically one step above a vibrator at that point. Yeah. Yeah. That's so, I mean, up. if that's what you want to be, then that's what you want to be, I guess. If you just want to be a tool. Yeah. You're literally a tool. Yeah. And that's the, the thing. Fits, kick it off. Yeah. And the thing is, I, I understand as men, like, sometimes we think with the wrong head. You got to think with the head above your shoulders instead of the head between your legs. Because usually the guy downstairs doesn't have your best interests in mind. Well, especially when you feel like you're losing, like losing that person. It's like all of a sudden her attractiveness becomes like a thousand percent. And all you can think of is like, how can I have this back? I miss this. And like, you woe is me. It, it's a whole cycle that we go through. And it's the shame cycle that essentially yeah. you find yourself in. And it's like, she becomes like, the goddess of light and you're just, you know, Oh my God, I just couldn't, I just need her so bad. And it's like, it's really just kind of the addiction in a sense. It, yeah. It's, it's, it's sort of that, like 
neediness and she feels that some women will play with that some women will use that against you others will be like this to you because of it but then there's others that will use it against you yeah yeah truly man truly truly i'm just taking a look at the chat i think this was valuable for guys you know, guys, if you're feeling any level of dysfunction, if she's checked out, she's uninterested, you have a lack of clear boundaries. Guys, I can't recommend this enough. Get on with one of our concierge. They've been developed by Mark. They've worked with us. They understand how to give you a game plan of where you are at. Yeah. Ivar, man, I, I truthfully, man, book that call. There, it's, it costs nothing on your end. It's our way of supporting you because we can't help every single man, but we do our due diligence to do the best that we can with the guys that we do have here. You know, we've got Eric who's been working with us for quite some time. We've got Hank who was on here who worked with us for a bit. We've got Tori who worked with us as well. Guys, I'm in the industry of helping men get out of the bullshit place that they found themselves in because I have been there. I know what it feels like to need the strength of Hercules to get out of fucking bed in the morning. I know what it feels like to look in the mirror and have that mirror not reflect a familiar face. You guys know what I'm talking about? You guys remember that man you used to be? That man that you had so much fucking pride over? It's time to wake up. Truly, it's time to wake up because no one's coming to save you. Now, guys, I hope you got a lot from this. If there's anything that you gained from this, if you don't like where you are at right now, click that link, set up a call. Tori, is that my book? Dude, man, that hit me in a really special place, dude. Thank you for sharing that with me. That, that means a lot. Thank you for that. Truly. Guys, if you haven't gotten to set up one of those calls before, check it out. Eric can tell you, I just committed Eric to working the next six months with me one-to-one after Thrive. And I can't tell you that we can save all of your marriages. I can't tell you that. And I would be out of integrity to make that promise to you. But I can promise you this much. If you dedicate working on yourself, I can tell you that by the end of this, not only will you benefit from the work that you've done, but so will your kids. That's what I care about. I care about impacting the children because I was one of those kids. I've seen my dad in person this many times in my life. And guess what? I still have nothing but love for him. But those wounds that I had from that lack of fatherhood, I got to heal myself. And it's because of that that my son and my daughter will benefit from that for life. And I want the same for you, truthfully. Guys, I appreciate you all being here. I got so much love for you. If something connected with you today and you felt something, shoot me a message on Facebook, click that link. Let's have a conversation. Because truthfully, I want to get you out of the bullshit place that you're feeling. And I want to get you to the place where you know what you deserve and you know what you were going to get. Because guys, the moment you recognize this, not only are you the problem, but you're also the solution. You'll win. That's all I got for you guys. Much love. I'll see you on the next one. Peace. 
Hey, thanks again for joining us on this episode of Empowered AF 2.0. If you're new here, thanks for checking out this episode. And I encourage you to take a visit back to the first episodes in this podcast. Look, we have over 50 episodes on the foundations of how to be an empowered man. I'm talking about in your relationship with your wife, your kids, your work, your boss, whoever and whomever. And I highly suggest you take some time to listen and gain some insight and knowledge from those episodes. And hey, if you want to connect with me deeper, be sure to check out the Empowered Man group. That's empoweredman.co slash group, empoweredman.co slash group for latest information and to join our group of other men who are wanting to be empowered just like you. Until then, this is Mark signing off, Empowered AF 2.0.